Huh. Wrestling's on. Remember how crazy this was when we were kids? <laughs> yeah, like that time Stone Cold drove a beer truck down the ramp and sprayed the authority with Cole's light from a fire hose? Yeah, or the time Undertaker threw mankind off the top cage and threw an announcer's table. Damn, wrestling was crazy back then. Wanna give it another shot 15 years later? Oh, hell yeah! Hi, Cameron. It was the biggest weekend in the history of independent wrestling. WrestleMania. Oh, no. WrestleMania. Braid WrestleMania. It was the braid of WrestleMania. Yeah, it was the braid of... <laughs> wow, it was the braid of WrestleMania. I was trying to think of what... Cave story of WrestleMania. Because cave story is like a huge indie game. It's not pretentious like braid. This didn't it was feel the shovel night of WrestleMania. Shovel night it of WrestleMania. It was the shovel night of WrestleMania. I was going to say Isaac, but Isaac can be kind of weird sometimes. Yeah. Everyone loves shovel night. I mean, Joey Ryan's kind of Isaac, more so than shovel night. Yeah. Okay. Joey Ryan's the, <laughs> the Isaac of. of wow, we're not even a minute in, and we're just saying video games on you, top of wrestling. <laughs> you know what though? Last night was all in, and you know who was all in? CWFP. P. We're all in. Mm-hmm. So, huge show. Yeah. Really huge show. Yeah, it, was, it was massive. Do you think they lied about their numbers like Vince does with WrestleMania? No. Mm-hmm. There's definitely 10,000 people in there for mm-hmm. sure. 10,500, yeah. Isn't Maybe a, more. What percentage of those shirts do you think were something club? Uh, um, It uh, looked like 80. Uh, yeah. Like the whole hard cam side, like I would blank say... Blank club villains, Kenny. Yeah, like 8 out of 10 of them were club <laughs> shirts, yeah. There was the one guy on the thing above, the like the the, uh, the lower bowl. He was wearing a OGBC shirt. I'm scared for that guy. <laughs> I hope he got home safe. He he's the guy who pro, who so that guy on Reddit saga get yelled at. Yeah, probably. He probably was one of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> he's like Wolfen Balor's good. Like, I don't care. That's it. He betrayed us. That's a shirt. That's a shirt that like directly uh, jabs at the Bullet Club now. Cause it's like that is definitely the most dangerous shirt you can yes, wear there. Yes, yeah, that guy. He probably made, thought it was funny. Yeah, <laughs> didn't realize he was gonna get yelled at. Probably. Yeah. But uh, so all in started with uh, pre-show zero hour on everyone's favorite network, WGN. Wow. Which if you didn't have WGN, fuck you. Th- th- that there was no other way to watch really? Zero Hour. Yes, it wasn't even on like the R- the Ring of Honor stream or anything. I I guarantee WGN paid for it. And wow. helped pay for the budget, so that's the only reason they were able to do that. Okay. But, yeah, if you didn't have WGN, fuck you, you can't watch the pre-shows. Most people have WGN, I think, but it's just hidden. It's harder to find. It used to be real high, or not high up, but it used to be real, like, right there, but now... Yeah, it used to be in between, like, CW and, like, yeah. NBC. Now it's not, because yeah. they're like, holy shit, this is expensive. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Zero Hour started on WGN. Lots of pro wrestling tease commercials. 
Yeah, they pretty much didn't have very many regular commercials. Yeah, maybe like one per break. It's almost like I should go and buy a pro wrestling tee. Yeah. But of who? You know who I'm going to buy a shirt of. We'll talk about that Stone later. Stone Cold Steve Austin. God damn All it. right. Okay, so it started with a tag match between the Briscoe Brothers and SoCal Uncensored. I've never seen either of them wrestled, and I was also at work while this happened. Yeah. So what happened, Jory? Um, people love SoCal Uncensored. Yeah, didn't one of their guys wrestle later on in the night? Uh, they came out They came out with one of the oh, guys. Oh, okay. okay. But people were just fucking screaming SCU. Okay, so... Which, they must be pretty cool. Yeah. I, I guess, th- they're just like, real basic heat, like, Southern California is better than anything else. They're right. <laughs> but Cameron, you're from Northern California. Well, I live there now, mm. but... Okay. I was, I was born in Southern California. Okay, here, here's my counter-argument. Death Grips is from Sacramento, so... I live near Sacramento. Yeah. Sacramento's nice. Not as good as L.A. Mm. And then you know what the difference is? Sports Sacram- teams? N- no, no, no. People in LA don't talk about sports in LA. Oh. They just like whatever. <laughs> it's a fashion statement for them. Sorry, people from LA. Um, you know what the difference is? Is that in Sacramento, in Northern California, things are censored. In SoCal, it's uncensored. Mm. Yeah, SoCal uncensored. All right. Okay. I'm not making a mockery of their name. I'm sorry. <laughs> And then against the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, the Briscoe Brothers. How are the Briscoe Brothers? They're good wrestlers, but I don't like their appearance. (laughs) I think they're supposed to be like biker redneck weirdos. Is this them? Yeah. Okay. And they look gross. Like... The dude on the left reminds me of somebody. Like, oh, (laughs) he looks like Super Sturgis Rally Elias. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. They just they just look like biker redneck dudes who don't shower, and they probably... Maybe? Because they came out, like, all grimy, so I don't know if that's, like, maybe, makeup? Yeah, yeah, maybe they just have, like, a little grease pan, and they rub their hands in it and rub it on their face before they go <laughs> That'd be Gross. cool. They're, so, uh, they're good wrestlers, though. Yeah. So this is for the Ring of Honor tag yep. tag titles? And who won? The SoCal Uncensored. Cool. Yeah. Do SoCal Uncensored... I haven't seen anything from them at all are they more or less like lax um one of them's white okay well let me pull the picture for you oh okay yeah they're just like they're just from that area that's cool so they're pretty cool all right i i get I, i could get why this would be a good thing to start off with because you get a title change they're two good wrestlers who who do what they do and, uh, I, I was impressed. I don't like the way the Briscoe brothers look, but they're good wrestlers. Good. All they right. Can... <laughs> this was, I noticed that this was uh, SoCal Uncensored's first uh, Ring of Honor Tag Title Championship. That's really cool. Yeah. That's a good way to start off a pay-per-view. Yeah. And, uh, they got to be a part of the biggest indie show ever. They made history. Yeah. They got a, they got a title change. At all in. There's, the thing I have to mention about this match that was weird is... And the same with the tag match at the end of the night, but there's a little bit of some stuff that went on with that. But how um, 
There didn't seem to be any, like, clear goal of who was tagged in. It was just, we're gonna do shit. But maybe that's how the Briscoe brothers do things. Because they, a lot of, like, the first half of the match was them, like, isolating one of SoCal and Censor. They're just beating the shit out of them back and forth. Mm-hmm. So. But they also look like guys that that'd be their strategy, because it's scary. Yeah, maybe maybe in Ring of Honor, uh, there's different tag rules or something. There might be. Yeah, because the, the match later on that we're gonna talk about... There, no one was legal. They were just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah. Ring of Honor has weird rules. Like what? Like a 20 count. Oh, um... I know that's what New Japan does as well, but... I think 20 count is good because then you can actually have someone counting opposed to WWE where it's 10 count and they stop counting for long periods of time. Yeah. So, like, he'll get to five and then something like a spot will start to happen and he'll just shut up. Yeah. So you can do, you can actually do things in what's actually forty seconds because you're not counting an actual twenty seconds. So, okay. Afterwards was the over the budget battle royal with a lot of people. Yeah, a ton of people. Moose, uh, Bully Ray, Billy Gunn, Tommy Dreamer, Colt Cabana, Brian Cage. Uh, a weird, a weird masked luchador guy who's, what did it say on the front of his thing? Never job? Never job. Yeah. Okay, yeah. D- don't know who that is. <laughs> I, th- I think, th- th- who, what was the name of the, uh, the like, four, six, twenty pound guy? Who just got thrown around the entire time? And I, I imagine that's his job. He's like the super job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't know what his name was. I feel really bad for not knowing, but yeah. It's really it's really funny and it's cool that he gets to Yeah. He's he's doing stuff. I'm There's sure also the weird. Hurricane. Hurricane Helms is there. Stand back. <laughs> he's definitely gonna win. Oh, I I wish that were true. <laughs> the Hurricane of as a Ring of Honor champion. Oh my god. Cuz this match was for a shot at the Ring of Honor title. Later that night against Jay Lethal. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, Jay Lethal. <laughs> and, uh, Battle Royals are a mess to talk about. So what spots do you want to talk about? I want to talk about uh, Jordan Grace picking up Brian yeah. Cage. That was sick. That was, really <laughs> that was incredible. Cool. Yep. Picking him up multiple times, buckle bombing him, power bombing him, th- and eliminating Brian Cage. Amazing. She she's she's very good, and I definitely want to watch her wrestle more. So, uh, a spot we got to talk about is as soon as it starts, uh, not Bubba Ray, Bully Ray. Yep. Uh, there's no Devon to get him the table, so he gets the table himself and immediately puts the Never Job Masked Luchador through the table and murders him in cold blood. I don't know who he was. Mm. I'm glad you're here at all in, but. <laughs> Too fucking bad. Bully Bully Ray is scary. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know what he's currently doing. If he's doing stuff in Impact, I don't. We didn't see him during Slammiversary. He might be doing stuff with Ring of Honor or maybe uh, maybe House of Hardcore. Yeah, maybe he books promotion too. That that I believe. Yeah, he probably does that. So Rip. Rip never job lucha guy. Yeah, and, and uh, Bully Ray is just terrifying. Yeah, he's he just, is. He's scary. He he's wearing like a biker mechanic shirt and has chains all around him. It's it's scarier now that he's older. I think. Yeah. It's, 
if he had the glasses with the tape on, he wouldn't be as scary. No, not at all. No, he'd just be silly. <laughs> but that kind of silly where it's like you can joke too far and then he throws you around. He he just he looks like he looks like a bad guy from Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah. Like the main bad guy for a season who he's like tying the chain around someone's neck and riding his motorcycle off with them connected to the bike. That's how Sons of Anarchy should have ended. The, the, the Dudley's theme playing and then Bubba <laughs> Ray and Devon come and hang fucking uh, uh, Pacific Rim dude from the back of the, one of their bikes with a chain and it plays the, the fucking Dudley Boys theme. That's, that that would have been a good ending. Uh, Tommy Dreamer was there in uh, his uh, he had polka dot pants. Yeah, his American Dream themed gear. This is like the second time we've seen him wear it. I think he wore it at Slammiversary as well. I don't no, he just wore jeans at some version. Yeah, he just wore, like, clothes. I've seen him wear... Maybe it was just while I was watching House of Hardcore one time. Hmm. I didn't realize that the Impact stars were probably not going to be able to do anything. Hmm. Because they're under contract with a bigger promotion. Other Like, they're not going to let Brian Cage compete for the Ring of Honor title. That'd be nuts if he did. Yeah, that would be insane. But, yeah, I think I predicted that Brian Cage was going to face Jay Lethal. And then... Yeah. No, that didn't happen. Yep. It's it's really cool that one of the last remaining people there was a woman. Yeah. It is really cool. And in a, a believable like strong strong woman. She's able to lift Brian Cage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh Billy Gunn looks very good for his age. He can still like wrestle good and move good. Uh Yeah. He, I liked how he kind of took offense to Jimmy Jacobs making fun of his old thing in WWE. That's what I got from it. Yeah. Because he's like, hey, quit being fucking annoying. Yeah. Because <laughs> Jimmy Jacobs five knuckles shuffled. He, <laughs> he pedigreed. He, yeah, while he was set up for the pedigree, I'm, you can, someone can correct me, but I'm almost certain he said, hi, Hunter. That's what it looked like. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's Which, too much. That's, that's worse than, than like, someone, so like Kenny or like Young Bucks going and, in an interview and then being like, so you gonna sign on WWE? Nah, that's not for us. It's kind of dumb. And then he's like, it's bad. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's fine that it's, you don't have to sign with WWE. All in proved that you don't have to be in WWE at all to be a successful wrestler and make a lot of money and and make a big impact on the industry, obviously. But Jimmy Jacobs' whole thing is, anti-WWE, nope, nope, I'm going to kiss men, I'm going to wear a dress, cool, I'm going to I'm gonna call them out at the biggest independent show of all time. He's the guy who showed up to the to the Sears Center yesterday, just worked. Like, we're getting him, we're getting WWE, we're getting him. And everyone else is like... Well, yeah, but we're we're gonna have a big show. And he's like, yes, we're gonna Vince is gonna be watching, be pissed. And everyone else is like, okay, yeah, sure. I don't, <laughs> I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's too much for me. I'm 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 over Jimmy Jacobs. I'm I'm good. I, I don't know if he was intentionally dressed. If he if it was like partially meant to be like Rocky Horror, his outfit. He yeah he he because his thing is his gimmick is the zombie princess. So he. He has like un like undead ghost dead ghoul makeup on while he wears the the weird dress. He thing. makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, I don't. 
makes I, me more uncomfortable than gold dust. It's something probably that I'm sure he wanted to do or get someone to do for him while he was writing for WWE or whatever, but mm. they were like, no, that's too much, so now he does it because he can, which is fine. He has a good time doing it. That's what matters, but... No. I, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't mind the I don't mind the zombie princess thing, that's fine, I just don't like the whole We're getting them! Yeah! Yeah, take that! Take that Federation up north. It's like calm down, man. We 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 get it, they're not perfect. But you don't have to base yourself off of hating them. That's bad. Yeah. You should never base your whole thing off of hating something. That's weird. That's that's a that's a good thing to let everyone know who likes something. Yeah, that's that's you, all you don't encompassing. You have to base that your... around hating the other thing. Yeah, that's all encompassing. That's, and I think that's really important with wrestling. Is like there are people who love WWE that are like, "Wow, indie stuff fucking sucks." And it's like, no, it's pretty good. It's just smaller. And you know, there are people who love smaller independent stuff who are like, "Wow, like like in the Ring of Honor New Japan group I'm in on Facebook. What's the worst match you've seen in the last twenty years?" First five replies. Anything WWE. Really? Punk versus Cena at Money in the Bank 2011 was the worst match you've ever seen? Yes. Really? Gargano Champa is the worst match you've ever seen? Come on. Like, you it, don't have to hate. You're getting. You're worked. Like, your whole life is being at, worked. If, at the, like, they could at least think in, like, the most pretentious way to be okay with it is, like, no little kid is going to grow up watching Ring of Honor. Not their kids, because they're not going to have children, because they have to get a girlfriend first. <laughs> yeah, there, there, are, there, are some, there are some kids that are definitely going to watch Ring of Honor in New Japan just because they have a parent or, like, an uncle, and they're like, yeah, I like this better, you know, but, yeah. In terms of the more popular culture uh, prevalent thing, WWE is what most people are going to be watching. Like Pitchfork put out an article that was a while ago. It was like Warp Tour's bad, but it can get people to like good music. Sure, <laughs> and and that's true. I I would probably have no clue what New Japan or Ring of Honor is with without without WWE. Yeah. When I when I tried to get back into wrestling last year, I most certainly did not go. What kind of wrestling's happening in Japan? I learned over the next couple months what kind of wrestling was happening in Japan. Oh. Huh. I I really liked uh, Bully Ray getting 3D'd and no, a was up. Yeah. <laughs> By uh, who who was it? By? Jordan Grace. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. It, it, we teamed up with Colt Cabana, who was who's doing pretty well. Chicago's he's a, son. Yep, Chicago's yeah. son, Colt Cabana. He's from here. That's where he's from, is Chicago. But Bully Ray eliminated both of them. No one else. Derek Rose. Who's that? He played for the Bulls. Oh. Yeah. Who are also in Chicago. Yep. Ooh, you know who else is from Chicago? Hmm. Common. He's a rapper. Hmm. Yeah. You know who else is from Chicago? Who? Former President of the United States, Barack Obama. Well, he was actually born in Hawaii, but yeah, he's... he lived in Chicago because he was a senator yeah. in Illinois. Yeah. That's all the people from Chicago will talk yep. about. Um Oh, okay. They don't, they don't like him anymore. He's straight edge, so... They, they, no. He thinks he's better than them. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> so, it was down to Jordan Grace... Uh, Colt Cabana and, and Bully, Bully Ray. And Bully Ray eliminated them. 
Yeah. And we're like, he's going to have yeah, a chance I was like, at the I, Ring I, of I was like, why is this? I was like, why is this? And everybody in the crowd was acting accordingly. And then, <laughs> hey, the match hadn't officially started when Never Job Lucha guy went well, through the table. Well, he never went over the top rope and yeah, feet touched yeah, the floor. Yeah, so... That's the thing, you this, this old switch rule that happened at the uh, women's battle royal that's not named yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. The not-fabulous moolah women's yeah. battle royal. Where someone you thought was dead just actually wasn't. Yeah. And this guy just... The, the luchador jumped up, um, eliminated a Bully Ray, and then removed his mask to be... Flip Gordon! Yeah, Flip. Yeah, Flip Gordon of Ring of Honor. He's got a lot of momentum. Yep, because he flips. I've never, I've never seen him wrestle until tonight. Me either. I haven't seen most of these people wrestle. Yeah, I've seen some of them because like TNA and mm. stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Flip Gordon. So Flip Gordon's gonna face Jay Lethal later on, later on in the night for the Ring of Honor Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Um, so that's everything from Zero Hour. Now we go to the actual pay per view all in the 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 big stuff. First, we got um, an undercard match between Matt Cross and MJF, also known as Maxwell Jacob Friedman. Yeah, I guess MJF was trained by Kurt Hawkins and was on Tough Enough. MJF was? Oh, no, Matt Cross was on Tough Enough. Whoops. Oh, okay. That's but, cool. Yeah. All right. That's really cool. Being trained by Kurt Hawkins is probably cool. Well, I mean... <laughs> yeah, this is this is an undercard opening match. It was pretty good. Matt Cross is a uh, a fast guy. I liked watching him. He was fun. The shooting star press at the end was Whew. like picture esque. Yeah, that was like dictionary shooting star press. An image of that. It was very good. I I, I couldn't. That was wild. Yeah, that looks so smooth. Yeah, it looked very good. It's like I, I wanted to see frame analysis, like they do with fighting games on it, of like his <laughs> hitboxes and stuff that he's in mid uh, shooting star press. Yeah. I would love to see that. Except I didn't know both these guys, so I wasn't as invested as I was yeah. in some matches. I think later. I had heard of Matt Cross before, but I had no clue who MJF was, and I didn't even when we looked at the card earlier. I don't even think he, this match was on there. I don't think it was either. Yeah, so, but it was pretty good, and they got to be part of All In, which is great, and they got the crowd pretty pretty well going for our next match. Aerostar Stephen Amell of Bullet Club <laughs> takes on former X Division alumni Christopher Daniels. Imagine these going. How many shitty CW show people could say they're in Bullet Club? Just him. Yeah. Like, when can more, like, WBCW stars be part of Bullet Club? When can I get the Gilmore Girls to join the Bullet Club? Yeah, I was thinking I, I definitely want, um... I definitely want the cat from Sabrina the Teenage Witch to join Bullet Club. I'm gonna one-up you there. I want no. the blue-collar comedy tour to all be a part of Bullet Club. Wasn't it just Bill... Oh, did they all have shows on? No, they had the b- blue-collar comedy TV show. Which, Jeff Foxworthy, Bill Engvall, and Larry the Cable, they had like a sketch show. It was like a sketch show. Oh, shit. It was acceptable. I just... (laughs) 
I want to see Larry the Cable Guy hit the getter done on Okada. <laughs> <laughs> What's the getter done? He eats a burrito and farts? Like <laughs> It's a DDT off the top rope. And he farts. <laughs> yep. He farts to like shoot him up in the air and then he falls. You ever fart so hard your back cracks? Crowd goes wild. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Larry the Cable Guy's a good choice because he's all work. Larry yeah. the Cable Guy's not a real human being. Nope. It's he's all a character. some dude from New York. Do you think yeah. he's the character still when he's at home? I, no. I remember when I was like 12 looking up stuff about him and then I found his comedy before he was Larry the Cable Guy. It's the same thing, but he didn't do it in a funny southern voice. He sounds like a New Yorker? Yeah. Hey, you ever fought so hard your back cracked? He, he he looks like he just looks like a generic like eighties comic. He's wearing like a suit with the pop collar kind. He has like kind of long mullet. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Arrow <laughs> faced yep. off against Christopher Daniels in what was a pretty good match. I like Christopher Daniels a lot. I've seen him on the Impact uh, Twitch stream where they play classic TNA wrestling. A lot of his matches with AJ Styles are pretty good. Hmm. Um. And Stephen Amell, I know that he has wrestled matches in WWE before. I actually think he had a match at SummerSlam against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn a couple years ago. Hmm. Or it was a triple threat or something. Don't quote me on this, but yeah. Stephen Amell wrestles. Hmm. And once uh, once Arrow's over, he'll probably wrestle full-time. So, do you, before we get to the match, I need to pose this question. When do we get him versus David Arquette? Actors. Okay. <laughs> and you know who comes out to stop them? Hmm. They're getting booed at WrestleMania, and then The Rock comes out and rock bottoms both the of them. The biggest the movie star. Yeah, the big, the, the Rock and John Cena come out. <laughs> they do tag team finishers on them. Good rock bottom into a five knuckle shuffle. Yeah, into an AA. No, he rock bottoms him on top of Cena to do the AA. So. Yeah. <laughs> well. I just, that that table, I want to talk about that weird table spot. Oh, where Christopher Daniels, like, walked on top of it and <laughs> fell over <laughs> on it? Yeah, he, yeah. like, he, he fell out of the ring and he walked over his leg down on the table. Like, he just walked on there. What the fuck is he doing? Yeah. And then Stephen Amell jumped to do a An drop on drop, yeah. yeah. And he, Christopher Daniels rolled off. And he went through the table. <laughs> and that's when I said, Arrow is cancelled, because he is dead. It is cancelled. <laughs> Wait, is it really? Probably. I mean, it might might as well be. Yeah. It should be. You know that they... <laughs> I think I've told you this before. That the Arrow fan base was so displeased with Arrow that they changed the Arrow subreddit to a Daredevil subreddit at one point. Because <laughs> Daredevil's better. Just the first season. Daredevil versus Arrow at, at All In 2. Who's oh. going to win? Um, Marvel. They're getting paid. <laughs> um, so, yeah. My favorite part of this match is when, um, I guess, legendary referee or wrestler Jerry Lynn. I'm not sure what he's done before this. Uh, I think he's like a Ring of Honor ref or ref, something. Okay. Um, yeah. Jerry Lynn uh, saw both Christopher Daniels and Stephen Mel just laying on the outside of the ring after a table spot, and he was like, nope, and he threw them both in and was like, we're going to have a real winner. That was good. Yeah. I want that to happen more often. And he got into a fight with Christopher Daniels. Yeah. Which, we missed out on some, some stuff we probably should have got watching this by not 
having watched Ring of Honor Ever, and yeah. Impact for the last 20 years. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I like who, that part. Who 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 won? Um, well, I didn't expect Stephen Amell to win, and guess what? He didn't. Christopher Daniels uh, hit him with that uh, best moonsault ever, which he calls his moonsault, which is funny, <laughs> um, and got the got the pinning victory. So Bullet Club takes an L. Yep. That's actually the first person in the whole pay per view, and he took an L. Not starting off well for Bullet Club. Nope. Maybe th- they should charge a little more for their membership. Yeah. You think Bullet Club is kind of like a country club? You have to have a card. You're a card-carrying Bullet Club member? Yeah. Yeah, probably. They probably do have cards. Yeah. They're digital cards. And they're like a they're like a rewards card from like FYE or something, so you get money off at Chili's. <laughs> so every match you win, get like a coupon for Chili's? Mm-hmm. 40% off. Anything on the menu. And Kenny goes to Chili's and uses 40% off on the half-off appetizers. <laughs> so he pays like $2 for mozzarella he, he does the He does the uh, 3 for 10. And he's, he he buys himself like half-off appetizers and does, does the 3 for 10 and gives uh, Kofi, Xavier, and Big E <laughs> each one off of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've spent all my money coming here to hang out with you guys. I can't. We can't spend a lot of money on food. You know what? You guys are going to have to pay me back if I beat all of you at Dragon Ball Fighters. And Kofi's like, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> I got a family. I don't have time for video games. And got our only women's match of the night. Women's wrestling. Women's wrestling. It's a fatal four-way between Madison Rain, who is having a good year. I might have said some stuff during Slammiversary and during this about Madison Rain that was unfavorable. She might not be my favorite wrestler. But she got to be it all in. She's gonna be in the May Young Classic uh, that that is gonna start airing on Wednesday, and she was in a title match at Slammiversary. Yeah, that's a good year. That's good. Um, Madison Rain versus Britt Baker, who is uh, Adam Cole Bebe's girlfriend. She's Adam Cole's Bebe. <laughs> I imagine he, he she said that once and he like rolled his eyes and went yeah. to bed. Yeah. <laughs> but and uh also she's a dentist. Yeah, she's a dental student. <laughs> Britt Brit Baker DMD and her like Titantron type thing with someone getting kicked in the face and teeth, teeth flying out, yeah. which yeah. is really good. Yeah. And I guess the music she came out to was Adam Cole's old Ring of Honor music. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um before he betrayed us. Yeah. Before he betrayed us. <laughs> um Versus Chelsea Green, who is the hot mess. That's a good character. <laughs> it's, it's very a, good. An excellent character that I had never heard of before <laughs> and I want to see more of now. Real good. <laughs> versus, you know, the future of women's wrestling. The, the one and only women. Yeah. Women's wrestler. Yeah. Tessa the, Blanchard. The woman who will dethrone Charlotte Flair in Vince's heart soon. Hopefully. Tessa Blanchard. There with both of her famous wrestling dads. Yeah. So that was cool that they got to see her out at the uh, at the biggest independent show of all time. They, they did a good job of doing a Fatal 4-Way match without it being just a mess to watch. What's really cool about this is that I feel like we got more 3 or 4-person spots than any other Fatal 4-Way or Triple Threat that we've seen in recent memory because a lot of 
Fatal 4-Way matches that we watch in WWE, because obviously we mainly watch WWE, are two people fighting while the other two lay outside the ring. And this was not that. Yeah. This is far from This is mostly just everyone, like, ruining each other's setups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, because they're doing the Ring of Honor, like, you have to shake hands thing. Uh, Chelsea Green was, like, fighting yeah, for two of, halves. Her like, bad side fight. was trying to stop her good side from uh, <laughs> from shaking the, the hand. She's She's got... Her outfit reflects that. One's like white and one's like bright and colorful. Yeah, it's like it's like dingy. It's like white and like it's like that misty like slender man background is what I thought of it. <laughs> like like he's in there somewhere, yeah. And it, it it felt very in character for her to like play to the crowd and like pose and like wiggle around. Yeah. Stuff that usually just makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh yeah, and the the bad side also had like fucked up makeup. Yeah. Like <laughs> Big lipstick mess and like, like run running eyeshadow. Yeah, that's good. She it's had a, she had a bouquet and like threw a bridal thing. Yeah. Uh, it's a good it's <laughs> a good character. Love that character a lot. The best thing she did was when she did uh, Zack Ryder's kick. Woo woo woo. Yeah, <laughs> and every and everybody knew and did it with her, which is awesome. And I didn't know that she was Zack Ryder's girlfriend. The broski boot is what it's called, excuse me. Oh. Yeah. He's not a hype bro anymore, so maybe nope. it's just the rider boot. That sounds better. That sounds less annoying. Yeah. I'm glad that I missed out on a lot of hype bros. Yeah, this there's just a lot going on in this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like I, I Ch- Chelsea Green is just is good her uh <laughs> Yeah. Her her finisher is the unprettier. Oh my god! Because she's she's pretty, so she's gonna make them not pretty. Yeah. So you pay more attention to her. <laughs> it's a good character. I want more of it. But hey, you know who won the match? Madison Rain. Nope. She's she's Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Nope. Oh. Who won? Tessa Blanchard. In a really weird ending. Yeah. Oh, ending that I think was messed up in some way because um, Britt Baker uh, looked like she was coming to break up the pin, but there still was a three count, so it's either that the ref messed up or she did. But Tessa was going to win anyway. Yeah. So she won with that hammerlock DDT. Think Ricochet was there? Maybe. He doesn't use Twitter much, so I couldn't see. Yeah. He, yeah, he does not use social media at all. I don't blame him. Yeah, it's just a mess sometimes. Yeah. Unless you're good at it like Kevin Owens or someone, it's not really worth it. But yeah, pretty good woman showcase. All of these, All of these women are good wrestlers. Yep. They're the, 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 the future of women's wrestling. Three of them are. Yeah. <laughs> Three of them definitely are. Nothing wrong with Madison Rain, but yeah, she had her, her, her prestigious Impact Knockouts Champion days. Yeah. Was she like seven time Knockout Champion or something? Something like it's up f- there. Something like four to the, or seven. It's more than two. It's it's, <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely a lot. She's definitely one of the most prestigious Knockouts Champions ever. So that's yeah. And also, who was on commentary? Tanil Dashwood. 
also known as Emma. Yeah. In WWE. She is with Ring of Honor. Yep. I know she started taking bookings in like February and then she had to pull out of some shows at some point recently because of... Yeah. Skin conditions. Oh, ouch. It's not... It's not... It's psoriasis. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Yeah, that can like crack real bad while you're like doing wrestling motions and stuff. Yeah. You don't want it to get like worse or infected or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate. It's probably part of why she didn't wrestle. Yeah, I'm. I. I mean, I thought she was definitely going to be a part of All In when this started coming together because she was pretty vocal about it. But, um, hey, she got to be on commentary, and you know, yeah. there's always All In next year. When maybe she'll challenge for the Ring of Honor Women's. Does Ring of Honor have a women's championship? I think so. Yeah. It. It, it would have to, if they're going to employ women. I imagine they'd have to add like some sort of belt to it. I think it's called Women of Honor or something? Pro- yeah, I think so. Yeah. They'd have to have some kind of belt because then it just seems like it's just a showcase. Hey, here's the ladies wrestling. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good. Okay, so now we're going to talk about the, the most important match of the century. The The best thing, my favorite thing on the card the NWA World Heavyweight Championship match against between the American Nightmare Cody Rhodes and the NWA World Heavyweight Champion Nick Aldis. This felt like a big deal. This felt like a big deal because of not only not only it being at all in but the legacy of the belt relating to the Rhodes family the really good video packages that they had for it beforehand. Yeah. And then the fact that they came out with entourages like a boxing match or an MMA fight. Cody came out with his fucking dog. I don't even remember his dog's name. Pharaoh. Pharaoh. With uh, Tommy Dreamer, DDP, and Glacier. Yeah. Ray Lloyd Glacier. Which he probably, like, grew up knowing. Yeah, that's probably when, um... Uh, Dusty was booking WCW. Yeah. Was on Glacier. Definitely, and, um, his brother was old enough to wrestle at that time, so he probably got to go to stuff and, like, meet guys. And yeah. Obviously, he's, like, he's the son of a son of a plumber. Like, they're gonna talk to him. They're yep. gonna be like, hey, you excited to wrestle in a couple years? And he's like, yeah. So, he's really good friends with a lot of these guys. Yeah. These are These are, like, family to him. Yeah. Obviously. And, and that's really cool that Glacier was there. I was hoping Uncle Fred would be there. And he'd come out as a Shockmaster. That would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what the pop would have been in that? If they see, that, if they <laughs> they see, see that studded Stormtrooper helmet? Yes! Jesus Christ. There are people jumping the barricade. Yeah. And then Vince sues him because he has the rights to WCW. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. It felt very serious. I think, I think that that little sentence right there is the best part. Over 10,000 fans rose to their feet as the bell rang and the real main event of All In is underway. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm not sure why they did it in the middle of the card. Maybe they probably figured that they might... Go over, so you might as well do it Yeah, in the middle. That makes sense. It's also how you book, like, local shows for music, is you put, like, the touring band in the middle, so all the kids who have to go to school in the morning will stay and see the band that drove... Uh, six hours to play here. Yeah, and if People, they want to see their if they want to see their friends who they've seen twenty thousand times play, they can stay later. Yeah, 
And I mean, yeah, people get tired. Yeah, they, wanna, they have to work in the morning. Yeah, or you're just hammered. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but yeah, I I really can't describe the feeling during this match. This was just I've I've only seen Cody Rhodes wrestle maybe twice in 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 New Japan a couple times from WWE stuff, the Stardust stuff obviously, and I've never heard of Nick Aldis before this, and this this felt like a real big fucking deal, especially. Considering you had the potentially biggest ref of all time in professional wrestling referee this match, Earl Hebner. Holy shit. Yeah, all this came out with uh, uh, J-E-double-F. I don't know how to fucking do it, Jeff Jeff. <laughs> yeah, um... And uh, I don't know. What do you, what do you got on this? This is this, this this match is gonna be talked about for forever. It should be, yeah. It it absolutely should be. Seventy years of one belt. His dad having held it. Yeah. Big important thing in the family. That's the whole reason he wanted it. A lot of this was a tribute to. His father. Yeah. His dad would have loved All In. Yeah. His dad would have been over the moon about All In. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the the biggest part of this match, the, the two biggest spots were probably the, um, the diving and then Cody bleeding. Yeah, they did it good because he, he like... Hit near the announce, not the announce table, the, 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 the officials table. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And like his wife was checking in on him, and, and then DDP came out to check on him. Yeah, because he was bleeding and threw up the X. Yeah. And the cameras were smart to cut away because he was definitely blading across his yes. forehead. It was a it was a wide blade he did. Yeah. That was like into his hairline. And he was covered in blood. Yeah. And, <laughs> and DDP gave us a diamond cutter because Hell one of yeah. uh. Aldis's seconds, I believe that's what they call them, boxing is seconds. Yeah. Is who, like, treats you on uh, round breaks and stuff. And, yeah, got a diamond cutter. You were Picture excited perfect about that. diamond, yeah. yes. It was really cool <laughs> to see a diamond cutter. That was, that was sick. But, um, Cody was able to, after all that happened and everybody was able to, Everybody was able to get back into the into the ring, and, cl- and Earl Hebner was able to clear everybody out and get the match kind of reset. Um, we, it's, it's, they're they're good. Him, uh, Aldis countering Cody, getting him in a figure four, and yeah. like yeah. slamming him down. He, he used the Alabama slam. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and all this is, all this is a is a really good wrestler too. Like, yeah, this this was a whole lot about Cody Rhodes, but all this is a good wrestler too. He's got a good wrestler's physique. His like, his uh, finishers are are named aptly with his like, I'm British. Yeah, they're they're like the, I don't I don't remember what it was. I don't want to say Claymore because that's McIntyre, obviously. <laughs> But yeah, um, 
So the the next real big spot in this <laughs> was <laughs> all this going to the top rope to deliver some sort of elbow drop to Cody, and then not realizing that Cody's wife is on top of him. Brandy Rhodes came in the ring to protect him. <laughs> this is classic wrestling. Yeah. This is like. Yeah, this is like WWE in like 1988. That that was insane. And she took the elbow drop and then rolled out. And Cody looked distraught over it. That's that's what gave him the last bit. Like, that's when, when we're watching it we're talking about, but that's when like in the, the dramat, dramatic movie version of this match, after his <laughs> wife takes the, uh, takes the drop and rolls out, he's like laying on the ground like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. And it's his 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 dad comes Thought in. bubble. Yeah, I'm not gonna do a lisp because I, I don't I, I can't do one well enough to talk like Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> he's like, Cody, I know you can do it. You need to bring that belt back to the family. Come on, son. You're the son of a son of a plumber. You can do this. And then and then Dustin walks in, and he's like, Oh, oh, how did I get it? Oh god. You're looking bad. And Cody's on the mat, bleeding and sweating, and he's 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 upset, and he's like, "Dustin, get the fuck out of my dream, get out of my daydream." Uh, and he he got up and he was he he gave him gave him the will to finish the match. It was very it was very like quick finish. Yeah, it, which. Which, if the match maybe went on a little bit longer, that would have felt satisfying, but it felt... Um, I'm, I'm always for finisher finishes the match. Yeah. But this uh, this uh, really quick roll-up pin and a counter to win was incredible. And then the, the real moment. Recently we watched... Um, what was it? We watched Sasha beating Charlotte for the NXT Women's Championship. That was real. Yeah. This was similar. Um, Cody really took a moment with that belt. Yeah, holding and, it. And like... his wife by his side. That is, I want that picture and I want it framed on my wall. <laughs> Him covered in blood, broken, holding the NWA title with Brandy like right mm. next to him. And, and 10,500 people on their feet, like people crying. That is, that's incredible. And... If if anything, the, the the rest of the show was incredible. The rest of the show was real good, but this is probably one of my favorite wrestling moments of all time. And he got to do it on his terms. Yeah, at the, his show. This this is a moment where if you're crying holding a belt, this is the one where it's this is the moment where it makes the most sense. Yeah. This one should make sense to even people like, why are they crying when they knew they yeah. were gonna win anyway? Yeah. Yeah. Like this one has history yeah. behind it. His dad's one of the most beloved wrestlers of all time and like is his dad. every time like they show Dusty on like photo shoot or something for whoever's watching it, those people just start crying. Yeah. He's just the coolest, nicest guy. Yeah. He taught Finn Balor to drive, goddammit. <laughs> That's <laughs> really funny. He's like, you're, li- you're living in America now, you gotta know how to drive, I'm sorry. So imagine him crashing like a small car going, Fook! You <laughs> fucking piece of shit! 
Yeah. <laughs> Dusty's in the past. She's like, it's okay. <laughs> we'll get another one. It's fine. It's fine. Vince will. Vince paid for the insurance on this rental. Don't worry. We'll we'll just get another rental. <laughs> also, we're sticking to driving around the PC parking lot. <laughs> Finn Balor, Dusty Rhodes, like I just imagined. <laughs> Like, it's a really compact car, so it's like big, big the ass dusty roads in the, in the passenger seat with Finn Balor sitting there, and he's doing the like where he accelerates really fast and hits the yeah. brakes. And just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Becky Lynch is walking by with a Starbucks, like, what's going on? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, um, absolutely amazing match. Goosebumps. I, I stared at that TV blankly for like <laughs> ten minutes afterward. That was that was real good. I'm glad I'm glad that he I'm glad that him and the Young Bucks are taking the initiative to try to make or to to actually make wrestling moments that feel like they deserve to be WrestleMania wrestle, wrestling moments outside of WWE because if anything, the best thing about this is that WWE being the only big promotion, when, when you only have one thing, you know, that's why you prevent monopolies, because uh, contempt breeds that, like, yeah, it's fine. And we're, we're dissatisfied with a lot of the shit WWE does. And if Cody and the Young Bucks and all these other creative minds around this can make Ring of Honor or all in or whatever it is they're going to do in in the coming years as big you know not as big as WWE but to where it's like maybe TV deals and stuff like that that's going to push WWE to be better too and it's just going to make wrestling as a whole yeah. better it's going to make the whole industry better uh, so some of the sentiment could be yeah we're going to take them down but it's it's what made like the Monday Night Wars like a huge deal cuz it pushed yeah. them to like yeah innovate and do something new and try to be the best product yeah that's why you get mankind winning the uh wwf title on monday night raw yeah because it's because it's crazy yeah it's stuff you'd never think would happen and uh yeah i and on a shorter note I, I like this being on a saturday because it doesn't get in the way of me watching something else and I don't have to work the next day. Yeah, yeah, we did talk about that. <laughs> Pay per views being on Saturday should be the normal thing. I don't know where you'd fit takeovers, but Friday. Y- sure. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Um. <laughs> so we went from a dramatic, heartfelt, incredible moment to Tom and Jerry to big ass dick jokes. <laughs> so uh, we don't watch being the elite. Or we watch some New Japan. Yeah. Um, and also, definitely, yeah, we don't watch Being the Elite. Yeah. I've watched maybe an episode. I think I watched the first episode where it's Kenny, like, walking around um, where he lives in Japan or stays in Japan talking about the dojo and other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. I didn't know that it turned into a comedy thing at one point. Um, there's probably a lot more storytelling and, and dramatic stuff that goes on on it, but uh, basically, what happened to sum up what happened on being the elite leading up to Hangman Page versus Joey Janela was um, Adam Page is m- mad that Joey Ryan has a giant dick, or doesn't believe doesn't believe it's real doesn't believe that the dick is real. So he murders him for it. Yeah. So he kills him with a phone. He yeah. kills him with a phone in a hotel room. 
And Adam Page is so haunted by this that his boots come to life and haunt him. Um, so, yeah. So he's going to face Joey Janela in a Chicago street fight in Chicago. That's kind of cool. Um, wasn't that one it's called a Chicago street fight? Is it only called a Chicago street fight in Chicago? Yeah, Takeover Chicago is when they call it a Chicago street fight. I feel like I've heard it called a Chicago street fight outside of Chicago, but you probably What's the difference, then? Oh. Nothing. Is Chicago just more, like, Chicago's dangerous. Okay. That's probably where it comes from. Okay. Chicago's dangerous. Mm. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Hangman Page killed Joey Ryan because Joey Ryan has a giant dick. Um... (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, Joey also had a, a lady accompanying him, Penelope Ford. Penelope Ford, who is the bad girl. Joey Janela's yeah. a bad boy. She's the bad girl. Mm-hmm. She's a tag champion in, uh, what was it called? Women's Uncensored Wrestling? Uncensored Women's Wrestling? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so the match itself, they both come out, and... Um, it's it starts pretty crazy. Both of these guys, I know from watching New Japan, Hangman Page is just a great wrestler. He's a real fucking good wrestler. Um, so he's 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 they're doing real good wrestling stuff. Hangman Page is getting good uh, suplexes in, and his striking's good. But then we get more to the street fight part of the match. Um, I just want to mention that. The All In was sponsored by TGI Fridays and Cracker Barrel. Thanks, Baron Corbin. Thanks, yeah, thank you, Baron Corbin, for the sponsorship. I know you're busy with Monday Night Raw. And your TGI Fridays job. Yeah. He's the manager of both. Yeah, holy shit, managing a TGI Fridays while on the road with WWE is probably hard. It is, I imagine, yeah. But, I mean, he has enough vests to last him all year, so. But, um, yeah, someone pulled an actual Cracker Barrel out from behind the, a barricade, and and Joey Janela rolled it around and tried to roll over Hangman Page with it. Yep, and he jumped over it like, like a Donkey Kong. That's all I ever wanted from a Chicago street fight was a literal Cracker Barrel. <laughs> that that was wow. Um. So there were two bags that Penelope Ford had during the match. Right? Did 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 they come out with the bags? No, they were under the ring. They were under the ring. So one bag, we're like, what is in it? We're, we're sitting on the couch going, oh, it's definitely like Joey Ryan's head or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! It's Joey Ryan's job. I, I would have actually expected like them to pull out like a paper mache like the sh- like they do for like old zombie movie, that like old gore movie, like a paper mache head. Joey Ryan's head, that would have been good. But um, while while Joey Janela is beaten down and Hangman Page is setting him up for something, Penelope Ford empties one of the bags, which has the talking boots. And Hangman Page cannot believe it. Oh my god, talking boots. Uh, I don't know what happened to the boots. Oh, he picked one of them up and was like, what the fuck is... You need to leave me alone. He's talking to the boot and then turned around and Joey Janela super kicked him. Yeah, and the boots like flipped, boot good. flipped up in the air. That was good. That was good. We, uh, what did the other bag have in it? There's other spots because that was like the end of the match. Oh, that was the end of the match where the be- yeah. Okay. We need to talk about the spot where he, he just fucking killed Joey Janela on the ladder. Oh yeah. Where it was set up between the ring and the table or barrel, and he put him through it. But 
it fell down and hit him in the back of the head. Anyway, yeah. 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 He took a lot of the... He took most of the, uh... There's a lot of, like, neck and head bumps this... This show. Yeah. There's a lot in the match after this, I believe. Or... It, it was... And we, we, we also need to talk about how good Penelope Ford was. Yeah, did she, um... What did what did she what did she do to Joey Janela, Jory? She no to Hangman Page. Oh, to Hangman Page. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Well, she uh. <laughs> she confronted Hangman Page several yeah. times throughout the match. <laughs> the, the did you talk about what the the main one when he's like it was that classic wrestling moment of this lady's getting there but I can't hit a lady. Yeah. And she ends up stunnering him oh, yes. in an incredible stunner. A real, a real good stunner. Yeah, stunners are good. Why don't people use stunners more often? Just because you look so cool. Oh yeah. It sucks because it should be like a classic wrestling move, kind of like a DDT. Yeah. Like nobody doesn't use the DDT because Jake the Snake Roberts did. So. Yeah. Hangman Page used the rites of passage on. On him, but it got broken up. But mm-hmm. he's gonna do it again. Rites of Passage is a good name when he's like, that just fits his like spooky hangman, like desperado, yeah. like evil cowboy thing. Yeah. Where he's like, he he's out in the middle of the desert and he has the main character like hung up on the noose and he's about ready to drop him. He's like, gonna read you your last rites before he hangs him. Like that's that's really good. And it just looks like a reverse tombstone. Which is like sick. Like a backwards tombstone. Which is sick. It's yeah. such a cool looking move. <laughs> um, so yeah, he Joey Janela was able to kick out of it once, but mm. he wouldn't be able to the next time. And why was that? <laughs> because they're on a ladder that was set up by a table. And what was in the other garbage bag? A phone. The phone. The phone he used to kill Joey Ryan. And he fucking wraps it around Joey Janela's neck and then rites of passages him off the top of a ladder through, through the, the table. table. Joey Janela's dead. Yeah, he's, he's dead. murdered. I don't know if anyone saw him after All In. He's gone. That's it. <laughs> and I think it added to the to the, how, ba- how bad the table fo- drop looks because the, like... Black wrapping around the table yeah. is like sticking out, so mm. it's like it's a little bit better than the cheap tables they use in other stuff. Yeah, so it's like a thicker table. These these are these are definitely not New Japan tables, but they're definitely not WWE tables. Yeah, sawdust and just explode. <laughs> but uh, the the lights went out after Hangman Page was uh. <laughs> so this is the lights went out. Uh, go to Titantron, and it's Joey Ryan laying there dead. Yeah. And you're like, what's going on? And the camera pans down, and something starts to grow in his sweatpants. Yeah. And his dick twitches. It's like a horror movie at yeah. the end when <laughs> as it's like, don't worry, we killed the bad guy monster. And the, they like walk away, camera slowly pans over. His eyes are open. Yeah. Like the end of Friday the 13th. Jason jumps out of the lake. He was alive. Yep. 
He comes out. Well, first you get uh, that nice like uh, mo- harmonic monk chanting, and who comes out during the harmonic monk monk chanting? People in dick costumes. Just giant inflatable dick costumes, and they they line up and create a little a little pathway, and then who comes out? The oiled up '70s porn star himself, Joey Ryan. He's alive. <laughs> y- yeah. <laughs> and he's about to confront Hangman Page. He comes in the ring and he does his normal Joey Ryan stuff. I've seen him do this stuff like three, four times. Is that just what he does in every match? Yeah, he comes out with a lollipop and he oils himself up and he lays on the ropes like, uh, what, what's his name? Um, kind of like Olmus? No, it's the, it's it's more of a callback to that actor from the seventies that everybody liked, the hairy guy. He does like the the photo shoot poses that like women would hang up on their walls and stuff. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Give the name. Yeah, and he and he and he, uh, he pulls the trunks open and sprays the oil down on his dong and yeah, it's a big dong, massive dong. So then while uh, while Paige was in awe, he uh. Dunked the uh, the lollipop in his trunks, popped in his mouth, and then uh, Paige drops to his knees, and he gets the uh, he gets the 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 dick suplex, the dick throw. <laughs> um, you can't let go of it. You can't let go of it. You touch it, and it takes your it takes your energy from you, and you have to drop to your knees, and then he can throw you with it. Yeah, that's. I think if you can, I, I think that that's like the test to see if you're a good wrestler is if you can do if you can, you can sell taking a sell the dick sup, the dick suplex, suplex yeah. because that's all you yeah that's all just you that's one hundred percent you yeah and he sold it well <laughs> yes he did the full flip and everything and then after taking that the dicks carried him out of their arena yeah. And I want that framed on my wall is Hangman, Hangman Page just being carried out by dicks. dicks. Yeah. And that's just what, just what I'm going to show people and ask me, so why do you like wrestling? And I'm just going to show Hangman it's, Page being carried out by dicks. It's amazing. <laughs> this made me want to watch Being the Elite. This made me want to watch the whole thing. It's really funny. Maybe we'll, 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 Patreon goal. We'll do commenta- a video commentary on Being the Elite. Is it just going to be like a Red Letter Media episode where we're just drinking and watching Being the Elite? Yeah. Okay. Patreon goal. <laughs> uh, that was that was pretty great. That was good. I'm glad Joey Ryan got to be it all in with his giant dick. <laughs> his massive. His massive. Do you think his hog is bigger than Val Venus's? I think Batista has them both beat, but... Mm. Batista can't even fit in his trunks. <laughs> it's actually like... Wrapped around one of his thighs a little bit. That's why he. That's why he likes to be a champion because it just can just it cover it up. Yeah. yeah. What's What's Batista's finisher? The Batista bomb. Can he Batista bomb with his dick? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> can he Batista bomb with his dick? That would look good. I'm I'm doing this in 2K. Hey. <laughs> It's the Ring of Honor Championship match between uh, our winner of the Battle Royale earlier, Flip, Flip Gordon. Accompanied by uh, Randy Rhodes. Because on being the elite, I guess, because Cody is always so busy or just doesn't pay attention to her all the time. Yeah. She's been 
striking up a friendship with Flip Gordon. Yeah, and she's dressed in like classic like women's military yeah. pinup outfit. Yeah. When do um, we get her versus uh, Lacey, Lacey Evans? Evans? Never. <laughs> um, and Jay Lethal, back so, before before the match started, when he was about to come out, he's, he's just normal Jay yeah, Lethal. Yeah, he's just walking out. He's, he's, like, like, he's got the Ring of Honor championship, which is huge, by the way. Probably the same size as the WWE one, but yeah. it just seems really big to me because it's not a W. Yeah. And he uh, he's coming out, and he's like... Yeah, uh, I'm I'm Jay Lethal. I'm about to have a Ring of Honor title match. Someone makes a mistake. Of well, they're they're, they're handing him the glass. They're handing him glass, and he's looking at it like, no, I'm not yeah. doing that. No, yeah. come on. Yeah. And he's just like, tap like slaps on the shoulder, and he just, he he grabs the glasses, and there's like an '80s filter goes over the backstage video, <laughs> <laughs> and he comes out. As something you're very familiar with, Cameron. Oh yeah, black machismo. <laughs> the whole time. So, <laughs> for those of you who might not know, for a while in TNA, Jay Lethal played Black Machismo, <laughs> who was just Black Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> I think I I don't know the origins of it. I think maybe he got hit hard and that's what happened or something, or maybe he just started doing it in one day and. Jeff Jarrett was like, what the fuck ever, sure, this is awesome. Um, but yeah, Black Machismo is just Black Macho Man Randy Savage. It's pretty good. It's pretty fucking good. He came out with uh, Randy Savage's brother. Yeah. And Randy Savage's brother had a shirt that said, Brother from Another Mother with him and Jay Lethal as Black Machismo on it, which is amazing. It's really good. <laughs> he he did he did the face yeah the entire time. You can hear him going oh yeah like if you listen hard yeah like he's he really loves being Black Machismo. It's really cool that we got to see a character that's like just loved. Black Machismo is just loved. <laughs> I. Uh, th- <laughs> I love the, uh, the the spot where he's he had control of the match most of the time. Yeah. And Flip Gordon had it for maybe like the last four minutes. Yeah. Then, but yeah. he has control of the match and he gets Flip, Flip Gordon kind of knocks him out. Of the, he knocks Flip Gordon out of the ring, mm-hmm. and then he looks over at Brandy and she's like, "No, I'm not Elizabeth. No." And he picks her up and holds her on his shoulder like he like Macho Man did with with Miss Elizabeth. And then when she sets him down, when uh, he se- he sets her down, she like chops him. Yeah. And he like snaps out of it. And he has like, no clue where he like, is. What what's going on? I went from being backstage to in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> How am I here? Yeah. And then that that's that's when uh, Flip Gordon started to gain control because Jay Lethal didn't know he was in the middle of the match. He just he just jumps right in. He's yeah. not he's not in the zone anymore. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, but that's fine because was it? It was um, uh, Macho Man's brother who like got him to who, like kind of yeah, chop him to get he, it back. He right? came he came back on the apron and was like, "Jay, come here!" And he, Jay was like, "What?" And he uh, big big raise up and then the slap. Yeah, and like you said when Randy did it, like there's sweat that shot yeah. off. So it was like magic. It looks like it's a, it's like a magic touch. Like <laughs> you're no longer Black Machismo. You are now Black Machismo. <laughs> I just. 
I love how immediately as soon as he gets hit, his face changes. Yeah, he gets the, the he gets the lip curl up and everything. Yeah, yeah it's real good. Like Machismo was excellent. So fucking happy this happened. And then after this happened, he was able to pick up Brandy for the for the Elizabeth walk around. That was that was excellent. Flip Flip Gordon uh, channeled the the powers of Hulk Hogan a little bit. Yeah, he did the he head did, shake. Yeah, he didn't get the leg drop. No. But that's okay, because, uh, still, still in black, like, you know, he got, he got three elbow drops, um, and then he got the lethal injection, which is a good, good, yeah, it is. good name, good finisher, board, yeah. for the win. Yeah, um, that's something that Randy Savage did a lot, was hmm. the, um, the multiple elbow drops. There's a match that I watched in his collection where um, he elbow drops someone like eight times. It takes like six minutes. It's insane. <laughs> Jay Lethal remains Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion. Yeah, I didn't see him losing to ring to over budget battle royale winner, but put on a good match. Yeah, brought back a good character. I think that it's that Flip Gordon will probably be Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Champion soon. And that's definitely why they put him in there is because they were like, people like Flip Gordon. He's a great wrestler. He's going to be deserving. He's already deserving of being champion. But it was a lot of like, we want to do something really cool for All In. And bringing back Black Machismo is really cool. And we're not going to have Black Machismo lose. Which is which is pretty much what I, what I thought it was. Why would you have Black Machismo lose? Yeah. He's, he's black machismo. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, she could have cut a promo in character, but that probably would not be legal. <laughs> Vince would be looking for any way he yeah. could get to get he, money. He, pro- out of he probably already was. All right. Good lord. Good lord. This match. We got we we got the two two of the most talented men in wrestling that aren't signed by the big. Big boys. Kenny Omega versus Pentagon Jr. Well, excuse me. IWGP heavyweight champion of the world, Kenny the Cleaner Omega. And Pentagon L. El Cero. El Cero. Yeah. Because I mean, can't. I don't know. I don't know why he wasn't called Pentagon Jr. There. I don't know. Pentagon El Cero sounds scarier and yeah. cooler, anyways. Yeah. Maybe think- that's like a Lucha Underground thing. When he goes by that, or does he go by Pentagon Jr.? It's, he goes by Pentagon Jr. there, but I haven't watched all of it, so maybe okay. he changes his name or something happens, but yeah. Pentagon El Cero is very good. Yeah. It's spooky. Yeah, I think that that's a that's a, that's a that's a scary heel name. Yeah. So Kenny probably got the most pyro, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely... Next pe- to the Young Bucks. Yeah. Kenny definitely got the most pyro, and... Um, Here's a weird thing I noticed about the match. As they were both coming out, they tripped coming into the like actual ring area. Big ass cord there or something that no one moved. Which is like, what the fuck? Let's get into the match itself because this is a very good match. This was an incredible match. Right away, Pentagon's trying to get in his uh, into Kenny's head. Zero fear. Yeah. He keeps throwing it up right yep. in his face. And Kenny's like, okay... I'll show you fear. And then knees him a million times. Yeah, just constant V-trigger. <laughs> it's 
This is V trigger. That's awesome. God damn it. Um, he likes video games. Did you know that? Yeah. Do you know Kenny Omega likes video games? What? <laughs> I would have never guessed. Holy shit. <laughs> This 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 is what should have also been the main event. They should have had both matches going on at the same time. <laughs> it, and this and double ring? Yeah. Double rings? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was really hard choosing a main event, but I think when you have two things that could equally be the main event, then probably just have the Young Bucks go last, yeah. Yeah. We need to talk about all of uh, Pentagon's uh, slams. The muscle busters. Yeah. Yeah. Kenny took a lot of neck damage. Yeah, the one on the apron was probably the worst. That one definitely looked like Kenny's head connected with the, uh, with the with the apron. His, like his, like it's the back tough. of his neck. Yeah. Like, that's that's terrifying. Something that's talked about a lot that I I didn't notice until uh, All In is Kenny's ability to sell emotions and and stuff. In a match, maybe it's because I don't know the storyline that's going on in New Japan whenever we watch that. Uh, you know, I'm not exactly sure other than, you know, it's G1 or, you know, it's it's this pay-per-view. Um, after he took that, that, like, inverted muscle buster on the apron, he... Got, when, when he got back into the ring, he was, like, gr- like grasping for the ref. Like, please. And, like, was pulling his shirt and stuff, but Pentagon was already on the top rope ready to deliver something to him. But that, like, I... I there's one other person that I've seen do that in the last year, and that's The Miz. So, that, uh, that, uh, that ability to sell the realness of, ouch, pain, oh my god, what's happening... I've only seen two people really do that so far. What do you, what do you, what, what else other than the, because I know that was probably the biggest pop out of us. Maybe the Hangman Page rites of passage, (laughs) but I think that was, that was also scary. The package pile driver was really scary, yeah. When, when Kenny did it to Pentagon? Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, Kenny tried to set up the one-winged angel multiple times. But, yeah. Which, it's good that they, they tease it. Yeah. Because yeah. no one's kicked out of it. Yeah. And ever. no one no one, no one one should for a long time. Yeah. There are probably maybe like two people who should kick out of it. Brock Lesnar. No. And The Rock. Mm. <laughs> I was going to say Okada or Roman Reigns. Those are the only two people who should. If Roman Reigns kicks out a one-winged angel... I want that to happen so badly. The WWE headquarters will be burned to the ground. That's why it would be so funny. Yeah, that would be burned to the ground. He he kicks out the one-winged angel to, to Superman punch and spear. Oh my god. He kicks out the one-winged angel just to have Kenny spear him. I actually want to see them... I actually want to see Kenny deliver a B-trigger to Roman while Roman's spearing him. That would, and then they just both get double counted out. That'd be a good way to end a match. That'd be a good way to end a like a smaller pay per view. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good way to win end a Royal Rumble. <laughs> Is that they both miss and then fly out of the ring? Oh, I was saying they're at Royal Rumble for a title match. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kenny uses his victory in the Royal Rumble to challenge Roman Reigns that same night. 
Oh my god. Right then and there. <laughs> yeah. For the universal title. It'd feel very New Japan if he did that, too. Yes, it would. <laughs> He's like, I, I know I'm supposed to wait till WrestleMania, but I want... I, it's really funny that we just turned this into talking about Kenny versus Roman. <laughs> well, I mean, I do want that. I do want that. And uh, he's just like, I'm supposed to wait till WrestleMania, but I think I, I think all my fans and all our fans here would want us to do this tonight. And then, banner, banner. He comes in and is like, all right, it's my yard, I'll accept your challenge. And then we get the best wrestling match of all time. Yes. Meltzer gives it ten stars. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Omega versus Pentagon was wild. They moved very quickly. I'll say this about the match overall. They moved very yes. quickly and didn't really slow down at all. Maybe towards the very end and after really big spots, but yeah. then it picked up. When they were slowing down, it was probably for stuff to like redirect where they were going and like yeah. get set up for something. Yeah, and, and honestly... Catching your breath, this is something watching All In and New Japan, catching your breath after a big spot by just kind of sitting there is much better than watching a rest hold. <laughs> Way fucking better than watching a rest hold. Um, uh, Kenny took a, a stomp from the top rope to the chest when he was wrapped up in the ropes. Oh, yeah. From Pentagon. Oh, Pentagon's yeah. a stocky dude, yeah, so... Yeah, that hurt. That's... <laughs> <laughs> These men are incredible. Yeah. Kenny, of course, hit the one winged angel to win, but mm -hmm. th just that that chain <laughs> of V trigger in countering into a one winged angel to win. And the one winged angel setup is really cool too. You have to be able to pick that boy up to to do that to do the one winged angel. It probably hurts a lot. I feel like as he gets older, he might not do it as often, mm. which is maybe why it doesn't like happen so often because he doesn't want to do it like multiple times in a night. Yeah, but he still does the setup often. Um, my favorite part actually—I don't know if I've said this was my favorite part, but my favorite part actually was probably the no selling of the V triggers mm. into no fear. Yeah, yeah, doing the the hand signs. That yeah. was that was really good. Ryback's at home, like, screaming. Yeah. Not understanding storytelling. No. Because no-selling isn't just, like, a thing that's disrespectful or, like, it shows a strong. It can also... It doesn't have to show, like, Brock Lesnar's no-selling because he doesn't like the guy or because he's the biggest, strongest guy in the company. If someone like Brock Lesnar, there's not a lot you can sell with it. But with someone like Pentagon or an underdog-type character like a Daniel Bryan or Johnny Gargano, what you can do with no-selling is they've gotten to a zone. They've hit, like, their meters full, and they're in, like, burst mode. Yeah, they're taking like, damage. They're using like all they're, their turbo. Yeah, like, they're ignoring the damage that that's yeah. being taken to try to win the match. Yeah. But for someone like Ryback, yeah, no-selling is, I'm going to kick your ass because you're trying to make me look weak. Yeah. It's like, no, that's, this was planned. They talked about this. They're not hating each other. Yeah. This is not a diss track. They're just... It's 2018, not 1985. Yeah. <laughs> Ryback is weird. If someone no-sold against Hulk Hogan, he'd get fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, after Omega's Final Fantasy VII boss battle music hit... <laughs> yeah. And he, and he was looking real proud of himself, the lights went out. Yeah. For a really fucking long time. And everyone, and the announcement was like, well, 
it's the first pay-per-view. It's an independent thing. You know, sometimes there's a little technical troubles. Good. That's a really good way of selling it. Yeah. We were sitting there having heart attacks. We were <laughs> yeah. dumb. Like, what the fuck is gonna happen? It's Kevin Owens. It's Kevin Owens. It's Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens and CM Punk together. <laughs> Shit. I want Kevin Owens and CM Punk to cut, to spend an entire episode of Raw uh, cutting a back and forth promo. They could do it. Yeah, they could. <laughs> Was there ever CM Punk Jericho rivalry? Or, uh, not Jericho, who did I say? Who did... Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens, yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, excuse me. I thought we were talking about Jericho. I jumped ahead, you can get it. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but the, the lights, it takes forever, and the lights come back on, and Pentagon's standing up there. How is Pentagon okay? He just yeah. took a one-winged angel. He just took a one-winged angel. Uh, Pentagon has some tattoos I've never seen before. Yeah, that's really weird. It's, Pentagon's white. Pentagon is very white. His body type has changed. A little bit. Yeah. He's a little bit shorter. A little bit shorter, yeah. Yeah. He's got uh, a little bit more toning, I think. Yeah. And his arm, yeah. (laughs) Well, Pentagon is just not afraid, I guess. Yeah. Zero fear. Oh, Jesus. It's Chris Jericho. Pentagon doesn't use that move. No. (laughs) Pentagon doesn't code breaker people a million times. (laughs) No. Who could it be? Yeah, it's Chris Jericho. It's Y2J. And what did he? What did he? What did he say? It's the. It's the Alpha. Yep, he's the Alpha, and Kenny's the Omega. He said he would see him on the on the cruise. On the Jericho cruise. The Jericho cruise. <laughs> Pentel Zero, no longer. He's now the Alpha. So that was Chris Jericho the entire match, right? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's some people among like. Chris Jericho did that whole match with Pentagon Jr. I feel sorry for that person. <laughs> um, yeah, so what is... Uh, J- Jericho was based on everything it could have been. Yeah. Kevin Owens, Neville, CM, CM Punk. Punk. Based on all the things it could have been, it was kind of... Jericho is the most... But, well, it, Jericho's, it, the, Jericho's the most likely. I don't know yeah. why we didn't think of that. And didn't the announcer say he's like, Jericho was saying, no, there's no way I'll be there, yes. I'm busy? Yes, and he just broke, this year, he just broke the, I'll never work for anyone other than Vince McMahon in North America. He just broke yeah. that, yeah. So, it was not someone that I thought of, but it's still kind of cool. Yeah. And is the Jericho Cruise going to be a pay-per-view? I hope there's a way to watch it, because I want to watch Chris Jericho versus Kenny. Yeah. Maybe it's just going to be something on Being the Elite. That's possible. It's like an iPhone video of Kenny versus Jericho. Yeah, probably. Over the Young Bucks and Cody, like, screaming dumb shit. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we, we, we got to see the, the Dave Meltzer's baby boy. How does it feel to see him put on a big, big huge pay-per-view match against another incredible wrestler? Pretty good. Pretty good. He's a great wrestler. They both are. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think that they put on probably one of the best matches of the year. And there was there were no stakes. Yeah. There was no setup or anything. They just went out there and fucking wrestled. Yeah. There's. You don't even need like a drama between them for them to put on a good match. Nope. You just know they're two of the most incredible wrestlers in the world, and that's yep. all you need. Yeah. Um. 
I know that Phoenix and Pentagon have offers from WWE, and I wonder how they feel. Because I don't think, no one's changing what they're doing after this. The Young Bucks yeah. and Cody and Kenny are not going, okay, time to time to go to the big league. Like They're not changing anything. If anything, now they're like, when can we do our next pay-per-view and let's plan for all in next year? Yeah. And let's, you know, go back to doing stuff in Ring of Honor in Japan and have a good time doing what we love. I want to know what Pentagon and Phoenix are doing. Because mm. I feel like Pentagon might might go to WWE. With Almas being favored by Vince, I think this is opening up for yeah. someone like Pentagon, yeah. Phoenix. I I think Almas made a, a really good decision in his career. This is kind of off topic. I think Almas made a really good decision in his career to unmask and to not be a luchador and just be himself because that gives him way more versatility because luchadors end up being undercard in a lot of promotions worldwide, in Canada, in England. Uh, I don't even know how often they wrestle in England and Japan. Yeah. I mean, Ultimo Dragon is probably the most popular luchador ever from Japan. And how did, was he successful in Mexico? So I think unmasking yourself was pretty good. But I think Pentagon has such a thing about being this, like, evil masked presence yeah. that he doesn't ever need to. I think having like a half mask like he does helps too. Yeah, I think it. I, I think his whole thing just, just it, it's not like it's not just like I have a mask, a colorful ma- colorful mask on. It's like I'm like very visibly a villain. Yeah, and I think he's I think he's gonna work out really well in WWE whenever he decides to go there, which I think he will decide to go there soon. Pentagon looks like the final boss of like Double Dragon Five. Yeah, like he's big, huge, he's scary. He's got the mask, and he does shit you can't believe. Yeah, yeah. He like one punch takes out your entire life bar. Yeah, but instead of a punch, it's a corkscrew shoulder (laughs) tackle. Yeah, yeah. Great match, A plus. Yeah. Hey, next we got a really cool storyline. I think between for one person. Between uh, a match between Kazuchika Okada, the Rainmaker, and Marty Scroll. Marty Scroll? Scroll. Yeah. Okay. Okada uh, just looks like a cool dude. Yeah, he like, does. Someone you can just hang out with. You watch, like, Dragon Ball or something. It's like, this is cool. This is nice. Yeah. <laughs> Okada's, I think I was talking about this last night. I'll do it really quickly to get it out of the way. Um, Okada has a Vince physique. Yes, he does. He's he's big. <laughs> he's not he's not ripped, but he's he still is big and imposing while with, without being ripped. Yeah, he doesn't need to be ripped to be a good wrestler. It's probably a little more comfortable for him. Yeah, uh, it's probably a little more comfortable in general to not have to be ripped because then you don't have to worry about hurting yourself, lifting weights or anything. Yeah. And when you and when you work out, you only have to worry about like keeping up cardio and keeping up like which which is super important. Yeah, like. Muscles are good, and the, the show muscles for wrestling are real good, and they make it more believable when, yeah, Brian Cage is larger than life. Will I ever stop talking about Brian Cage on this podcast? No. no. Um, but being able to wrestle for 75 minutes, that's really important. Like, yeah. N- not only for 75 minutes, but being able to keep up consistency in executing your moves over the, a period of, you know, 15 to 50 minutes is really important and makes for better matches. Yeah. Okada's cool. I like Okada. He didn't have balloons. No. Sad. 
It's unfortunate. He still got the the confetti rain. Yeah, that's cool. I it like is. That. And and Scroll had the um the umbrella. Yeah. On all of his stuff. So the the storyline I was I was mentioning was the thing they did the backstage thing they did. Yeah. Where it was like the hands going. You're not big enough to be a heavyweight. Why don't you go back to junior wrestling? Blah blah blah. And he and Marty Scroll wants to prove he can be a heavyweight yeah. champion in New Japan. That's really cool. Yeah. They they let him have that story in WWE. It's like, well, no one on 205 Live gets any other belt besides the big purple plastic one. Yeah. Besides the Grimace belt. It says here, um, Okada taunted him by saying 205 Live. And I don't know where that happened. That might have been beforehand or during the match, but that's really funny. That is very good. That's, so that's just mean. That's just where you'll end up, haha. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like that's that's just mean, but the match itself was real good. It was yeah. a lot slower than anything else on the card. Yeah. It was a lot of that like big, tall, lumbering feeling like wrestling. Yeah. A lot of clotheslines and lariats and big boots and stuff like that. Cause that's how Okada wrestles. Yeah. And it's really fun to watch him wrestle. It's cool. Yeah, Okada's cool. Yeah, he's really cool. At one point in this match, Okada went for a Rainmaker, and Marty Scroll like broke out of it. And while the ref was like down from being knocked over by Okada, he opened up his umbrella. This is all in. It said all in. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Yeah, and he, then he also hit Okada with the umbrella. Yeah. Didn't he try to Rainmaker Okada, too? He tried to. Yeah. I don't... <laughs> it's not going to work. He's not big enough to Rainmaker Okada. No, he's not tall enough. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, you know how this match ended. One Rainmaker, two Rainmaker. Two, like, Lariat Rainmakers. Yeah, that scroll sold incredibly. <laughs> uh, yeah. The most... Decorated IWGP champion of all time. Yeah. Had a pretty had a pretty good night at all in. It feels mean to only talk about Okada, but I don't know a whole lot about Scroll and this match felt like he it was does a, a good lot at like the it. British finger thing. Yeah, the, he, the British he, strong style. Yeah, he was able to do the like when he did it to Okada when he like splits the fingers, whatever he does to make it do the like pop. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was very good. Yeah. He also did that to people like you can't be a wrestler. Yeah, that was good. Both of them. I really liked that uh, <laughs> that backstage segment. That was really funny. It's very convincing, and who knows? Maybe we'll get him versus Pete Dunne. Yeah, at NXT UK, he doesn't even have to be under contract. Come on. Yeah, especially because it's NXT UK. Yeah, Triple H is like, hey, I'll give you a paycheck. <laughs> you want you want to have a big match at a pay per view? Hell yeah. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Okada Rainmaker scroll into the ground. Rainmaker is such a cool move because it's so basic, but with with what you can gather, why it it hurts because he like clothes, it's a, it's a ripcord uh, clothesline clothesline, and so the force of hitting, getting hit by the arm, and also the force of falling down yeah. is gonna knock you out. Getting hit by the arm at a top speed. Yeah. Yeah, and it moves where you can it makes sense why they hurt so much are cool. Yeah, this is why I like issues with like the uh, end of days. Yeah, the the I think in other moves that kind of like skull crushing finale is kind of cool because you know what's what's coming, or like 
um, it's like a face down thing or like a zigzag is cool because of like his setup for it. He does a lot of motions yeah. to zigzag. Yeah. Finishers are just cool. <laughs> most of them. <laughs> yeah. I'd say most. You know who has really bad finishers? Hmm. Roman Reigns. He's <laughs> very basic finishers. A punch so, and so a children. A, a spear is not a finisher to me. Mm. It's more of like a high tier move that can finish a match. But is it should not? You should have something cooler than a finisher. Well, you, you be, well, he's moving so fast and he's so strong that his shoulder going into your stomach as he spears you and just knocks you out. Cause he's the big dog. We're talking about Roman during all in. That's fine. Everyone's turned it off by now because the last one we're talking about Kenny versus Roman. All right, our our main event that didn't get the whole <laughs> no, our five minute main, main event. event. Yeah, Rey Mysterio, Phoenix, and the Incredible Bandito. Yeah, very good wrestler versus the Young Bucks and Kota Ibushi. The Young Bucks have a good theme. The Young Bucks, their presentation is pretty cool, like the tassels. Yeah, um, it's the super kick. Party, yeah, with like the '80s aesthetic retro thing that's not actually retro because nothing looked like that back then. Yeah, but people think it is because they watched Stranger Things and then went online and Googled '80s, and that's what they got. The cup, it's the cup, even though that cup is from the '90s. Yeah, uh, Rey Mysterio came out in Wolverine gear, which was which was fucking awesome. It's real good. This whole show, this whole, this whole match was just setups for fucking wild it shit. Was, it was all of their it was all of their spots but they had to do them quickly because they can't go over. Yeah, they they weren't able to go over time. They did like 15 minutes worth of wrestling in like 6 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Which was which was insane. This, there was no semblance of order, no psychology of storytelling to be found. Yeah. It was a tag match, in quotations, yeah. but you could never tell who the fuck was tagged in. Nope, there was no one legal. Yeah. The p- people were just doing shit. They started out that way, because then yeah. you got the cool Mysterio versus Ibushi, which is what yeah. everybody wanted. Yes. That's what everybody wanted to see, is those two stand across the ring from each other. Which was awesome. Everyone was on their feet during that. Yeah. That was good, but, uh... Hey. After that... <laughs> It was, uh, it was, it all ran together. It was insane. My favorite part was, uh, Bandito. Everything Bandito did. And, and, and the announcers were talking about, like, in 2018, since, he, from, like, being on Lucha Underground and other stuff, that he's been, like, a top star proving himself this year. Yeah, and he's, like, in his early 20s, too. Yeah, so, he's, he's young and... Yeah, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be able to go really far... Thank God, he is awesome. Rey Mysterio connected with a uh, with a frog splash to pay yep. homage to Eddie. Yep, his good old pal, who we all miss. Rest yeah. in peace, Eddie. He got, he got, of course, he got the six one nine set up. Yeah, I like the as soon as uh, whichever one of the young bucks was in in the ropes, we're like, it's coming. Yeah, it's coming, and, and he goes he, to do it, but he caught it, but then. Mysterio and Bandito just put him right back. Yeah, they all just they put him back and they fucking kicked him. Yeah, each so he's like, "Fuck this, do not no." These people paid, like twenty percent of the reason people paid to come to All It is to see a six one nine. Fuck you. Yeah, it's a good six one nine. Yeah, 
I like Rey Mysterio a lot. <laughs> Rey Mysterio's cool. He's fucking cool. <laughs> Doesn't matter because five star Meltzer driver. Who booked the show? <laughs> we did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there was, remember that spot where they were all ringside and every single m- person on the on the match was uh jumping off the top rope and flipping into the rest of them. Yeah. It was like <laughs> it was like it, it just went so fast. It was like one person jumped. Yeah. It, it was stand up one person jumped. It was like uh it's it's what what you have to show to someone be like no, people who aren't 700 pounds and 8 feet tall can wrestle too. Yeah. Is you just show this match cuz there's nothing going on. It's just fucking madness. It's just a, it's just a test in cardio for six men. <laughs> How 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 fast can you go for fucking <laughs> ten minutes? Kota Bushi's good. Yeah, he is. He turned down WWE. Yeah. He probably won't ever go there. That's fine. Yeah. If you're a cruiserweight, that's this one. I'm like, there's, there's no reason there's at no, all for you. No. Not absolutely. even money. For 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 all for all six of these guys. Yeah. yeah. There's absolutely no reason for them to be in WWE. Mm. For the Young Bucks, because they're very successful outside of WWE, yeah. and because they would... Um, what's the state of tag team wrestling in WWE right now? Mm. Okay on one side, not so great on the other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they have good tag teams, they just don't utilize them well. Yeah. I mean, the, the ones who are best utilized are like... Undisputed Era on NXT... <laughs> And and then like on SmackDown the three core ones there the Bar, New Day and Usos yeah they're okay. They hey Us, okay. we should have asked for a release so we could have been it all in. Damn Us. <laughs> yeah, we should have. <laughs> that okay. Yeah. What if the young what, what if the young bucks did the Usos thing but they went young bucks? bucks. I'd be mad. <laughs> so. Yeah, five star Melter Driver gets the uh, gets the pin I on. I hate that name. I hate that name it's a lot. Stupid. I hate that name a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gets the pin on. I think it was Phoenix, and uh, that's it. We we that's the show. The pin happens and it just fucking cuts to uh, all, in all in logo. And Someone's the, the announcer screaming for for all my colleagues. Uh, uh, and then it's just over. Yeah. <laughs> but. Really good pay per view. Yeah, I still don't think I get the Young Bucks. I don't. I don't either. I, I get. Uh, th- I. I guess I can get it. I don't get how like a fifty-year-old dude in South Dakota gets into the Young Bucks. I. I can. I get it. For, it's. It makes sense in like a digital millennial wrestling thing where they're separate from the big bad guys. They. They have a big internet presence. They have a big social media thing they sell their merchandise they're good at wrestling but i don't i don't get the uh endless obsession with them yeah i mean i i don't get it either i think i like them but i don't i don't think i understand why half of the club shirts were young but young buck shirts uh, they're 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 really cool but i don't know Maybe I need to see more. Yeah. I, I Someone listening is probably like, but Jory, you do video things, and you do podcasts, you do all this stuff. They're like you. Like, oh, probably. 
Yeah. It could also just be a thing where it's not for me, and that's okay. Yeah. I, I like I like everything else. I, I liked everyone else. I get almost everyone else. I like Lucha Underground a lot. I like <laughs> Bandito a lot. <laughs> Phoenix is Lucha Underground champion right now, looks like. That's pretty cool. They let him bring the belt, which Impact didn't let anyone bring belts, and neither did New Japan. Did any... Did any... No, the Young Bucks had two belts. Okay, so they had their tag belts from New Japan and wherever else. Are they New Japan tag champions right Let's now? Let's look up what belts they, they currently hold. That's a, That would be important. But, yeah, like, Brian Cage didn't have his X Division title. Okay, they're currently the IWGP Tag Team Champions for 85 days, and they're also the Ring of Honor World Six-Man Tag Team Champions as the Bullet Club. Okay, with so... With Kota as the Golden Elite. Okay. So, okay. that's interesting that Ring of Honor has a separate belt for, uh... Three, for three, yeah, a lot of Lucha promotions have a be- uh, belts like that. I get that for Lucha promotions. Yeah, and they're actually thinking about, I've, I've heard, it's rumored for a while, that they're thinking about adding, um, belts like that to 205 Live. Okay. So. Give more than one belt for that show, so there's something. So it's more than if you it's, don't care about someone going against Cedric Alexander, you can care about someone going Lucha against House, House Party. Party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure. But yeah, I, I mean, I think maybe I just need to watch more. Maybe I need to watch mm. Being the Elite. But as of right now, it's just it's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah. Maybe I'm not. I, I'm not fully getting the. I think a lot of people feel like we do, though. Like a lot of people have probably seen a lot of them because there are a lot of people I've just interacted with on like squared circle that are like yeah i'm not sure why people love them either hmm. so i mean I, I i get why other people love them I, I i i get almost all of it i just i don't know what rockets them into the kings <laughs> i don't know either oh well I'll, I'll play video games with kenny yeah you think the young bucks make fun of kenny when he's playing like persona yeah, probably. <laughs> and then Co- Cody's playing like, what do you think Cody is playing? We got to make them all play video games. Call of Duty. Cody's playing Call of He's Duty. Playing Call of Duty World War Two. <laughs> World War Two, yeah. Yep. For like two matches, and he's like, I have shit to do. And then the Young Bucks are playing uh, Battlefield. No, the Young Bucks only the Young Bucks exclusively play two-player co-op games. <laughs> They're playing like Brothers: A Tale of Two Sons or something. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, way out with the young bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's definitely their. They probably just play beat 'em ups. That would make sense too. They probably just have a disgustingly grimy and like half broken copy of uh, Turtles in Time that they bring with them everywhere. They've been, they've been playing since they were kids. Yes. Yeah. They can beat it through without taking a hit on the hardest difficulty, but there's like yeah. This is still fun. Video games. We like video games yep. here. And All In. All In was good. I'm All In on All In. Me too. It's a really good pay-per-view and I want to watch the Cody match and the Kenny match again. I want to watch... Uh, we, we need to show our friends the Hangman Page match. Yes, we do. <laughs> Absolutely, yes, we do. Later today, we need to find a rebroad something of it somewhere... Find a clip of that match and show it to them. Yes, we do. They would love it. They would absolutely love it. We are going. We have a fantasy football draft today in two yeah. and a half hours, and we're definitely going to show it to them. Yes, they will. That's thirty minutes of their lives they will not regret. 
<laughs> they will love that. Yeah. Well, Jory, that was yeah. all in. How that was feel, all in. How do you feel about independent wrestling? Uh, Roman Reigns bad. No, yeah. Vince McMahon. Damn it. Vince McMahon bad. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. <laughs> Finn Balor quit. Roman Reigns bad. You know how I feel about independent wrestling? Hmm. I own every single WWE piece of media ever released, so it's my right to complain when they do things I don't like. <gasps> Good. Independent wrestling's cool. Yeah. You can do stuff that, understandably, you can't do. Like, there, there's certain, like, there's no way to let Hangman Page wrap a cord around someone's neck and then rights of passage him off a ladder through a table. Not on TVPG. Oh. Not even not on TVPG, but just the, like, risk involved in something like that. Yeah. They're not going to let him do something like that. Yeah. The only thing I'm disappointed in is the internet built it up to be like, there's going to be some incredible, crazy surprise appearances and Chris Jericho. Is it's like, Christian, yeah, I mean... Which is still pretty cool, but it's... Yeah. I mean, how much Chris Jericho have you and I consumed over our lives? Thousands of hours. Yeah. yeah. So. I was hoping maybe that would be uh, Kevin Owens, which was probably a wide stretch. It, it think it would have been Neville if he would have been cleared of contract earlier, and that feels like something WWE did on purpose. Definitely. They, were, they definitely did not... That's they, why they won't sign Ray. Why yeah. they wouldn't sign Ray. Yeah, probably. I wouldn't be surprised if in the next couple of days Ray has a part-time contract. Yeah. Because they were just like, fuck all in, we don't want to be involved with that. Yeah. So, it's... it has to be in your rear view. But that's, is it going to matter when Neville's at all in two next year defending the Ring of Honor championship? I don't know why it matters now, but. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, I get all of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't, it, some of it feels petty, but it's Vince. Yeah. What Vince it's not what it's going to be in all in in like 10 years when Vince is on life support. Um, How old is he? 70 something? Yeah. He's going to live another 20, 30 years. Probably. He's in incredible shape. So. Yeah. But all, all in when Triple H is finally doing stuff, we'll probably see like. Yeah, we'll, we'll have. We'll get Adam Cole walking out with the. Uh, yeah. Intercontinental title. It'll, it'll be. It'll be still mostly the same thing where it's Ring of Honor, uh, New Japan, Impact, yeah. Lucha Underground for the most part, and then Bullet Club, like a Bullet Club done uh, event. But uh, yeah, there will probably be there will probably be a really big surprise one year, like Ricochet or Adam Cole or Was Velveteen it? Dream. Ricochet or Adam Cole would be perfect picks for it too. Yeah, because they. You know Adam Cole especially because he was huge in Ring of Honor, and yeah. I, I'm pretty sure Ricochet wrestled in Ring of Honor too. They're um, both huge indie stars. Yeah, e- even I, I would like to see like a crossover, like a PC guy, like Velveteen Dream. Yeah, War Raiders show up to do something because you know they're they're taking a lot of the, the really big indie stars and signing them to NXT, which is not a problem. I mean that's their decision. They want to go and make WWE money and work on the biggest stage yeah. in wrestling. Yeah, but uh, yeah, you'll see something crazy like the like the lights will go out while the young bucks just defended the Ring of Honor World Titles, and then the lights will turn back on, and then Matt and Nick, yeah, M- Matt and Nick are being thrown up in the air by the War Raiders. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, that'll be hype as fuck. And then after that point, I'm sure. 
Cody and and everybody will be in better communication with at least Triple H. Yeah. So at least maybe NXT stars, depending on what happens with XFL. So yeah, like Adam Cole or Keith Lee or someone comes out to defend like the NXT North American title against yeah. like uh, who whoever you know. Or you just have a champion versus champion match. That'd be a good way to. Do yeah. those things. Yeah. You just have, like, whoever has the Ring of Honor title versus the NXT champion. I mean, Triple H already proved this year that he's willing to do this stuff by having Cassius Ono face Keith Lee at NXT All Access for the Progress World title. So yeah. He really, he probably really wants to do... Velveteen Dream's going to compete at Evolve. He wants to make this a really big crossover industry. That's what it should be. It absolutely should. There's no reason it shouldn't be... But there's one person who wants to gobble up everything, and it just so happens that that person is the most powerful person in the industry. So yeah. He would rather sign everybody. Ted yeah, Ted Turner. <laughs> I feel like if WCW won the Monday Night Wars, it'd be just as bad, though. I, I feel like wrestling would be in a real bad state if they did. Yeah. Yeah. We wouldn't have wrestling because they would have ran out of money. Yeah. After they won, Ted would be like, oh, well, you don't have access to all this money anymore. That's what would have happened. Ted yeah. would have been like, we won. I don't have to try as hard with this anymore. So they'd lose all the big names. Yeah. That's a scary thought. Oh, I'm glad Vince won. I'm glad he <laughs> I'm glad he won by screwing over Bret Hart. <laughs> That's wild. Yep. Poor Bret Hart. I was in Bret Hart here. He's too busy wrestling Booker T. <laughs> I played 2K16 last night because I was so excited about wrestling. All right. So, what... That, that was All In. It was great. All In 2 next month. Please. Next year. Okay. Yeah. Yearly thing. Yeah. Let's go to All In. Holy shit. Good idea. So. You want to... What do you got to plug? I tweet. I tweeted during All In. Are you All In on Twitter? Yep. I was. Okay. Uh, at Cam Hambone. I tweeted about All In. Like Steven, Like Arrow being canceled. Yeah. I got a follower from our Twitter account at cwfpcast when i tweeted more like the young cucks an hour after all in ended with the all in hashtag and then immediately like follower for us wow so yeah that's at cwfpcast where we tweet about events it's usually if we have if i have a dumb joke that i think people that i want the world to see Mm -hmm. and i want us to get heat for it because i imagine this podcast is just going to end up with us turning heel because we get people like Super like all the people in that Ring of Honor New Japan group, they're gonna like hate listen to us. Yeah, and be like, how do they keep saying this? Why do they like WWE? That's that's the, that's the that's the demographic I'm trying to get is hate listens. I think it's a good 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 thing to go through. That's fine. Go for. That's I'm fine with that. They're getting worked anyways. Yeah, and then we can do a Q and A with them. <laughs> yeah, we can do an episode that's a Q and A. Why are you guys idiots? <laughs> And then we just play, we just do an acapella <laughs> Roman theme. Yeah. yeah, at CWFPCast is our Twitter. There's my Twitter, at NoImJory. Cameron's not Jory, it's me. You can fuck off if he's even thinking about saying that. <laughs> um, not anymore. <laughs> where I tweet dumb jokes and pictures and stuff. Uh, there's my other podcast, we are watching One Piece, which we're going to try and record... Within the next week. Hell yeah. And I uh, watched some One Piece yesterday. No, the, the day before. And it's good. And then as we are watching One Piece on SoundCloud, iTunes, 
all that stuff. And we are watching OP on Twitter, where we usually tweet when there's a new episode out and sometimes dumb jokes. And then there's Interstitch All Hearts Intertwined, the actual play podcast I was a part of, where um, some uh, dramatic stuff happened. And it's going to be good, especially if you listen to it. Because uh, we're 10 or 11 episodes in. There's 15, I believe. So we're at end stretch. Uh, in, that's interstitial. Our hearts intertwined on iTunes and SoundCloud. I don't know if it's on other stuff. Us here, if uh, Kevin Owens, you want to tell someone to listen. Or, hey, um, Rusev, if Aiden English is making you listen to this. You know who definitely listens to us? Hmm. Koto Abushi. Koto Ibushi does, yeah. Bushi, he definitely listens Yeah, to Koda, if you want to get Kenny to listen to us, uh, just tell him to go to iTunes or SoundCloud or Stitcher or Podbean. Well, we're on a lot of stuff, so. I, do, do you know what I saw in our analytics? Someone was listening to us through SoundCloud app on Xbox. That's it, it definitely was not me. <laughs> like, that sounds like, oh, it's definitely me, but I don't even have the SoundCloud app installed. I didn't even know there was a SoundCloud yeah. app until I was looking through the uh, analytics. It's like, one, SoundCloud on Xbox. Like, okay. That's pretty cool. You know what? That's, that person's and going it, out of their way to and listen it, to And it. It, supports, um, it supports background audio on Xbox, so he's probably listening to us talk about wrestling while playing video games. Dude, you're fucking awesome. You're so cool. <laughs> well, he's like, I'm, I'm going to steal all these guys' fantasy booking ideas. And then he, while he's playing 2K18? <laughs> it's awesome. He books LGR Some, to win the hardcore championship. S- somewhere out there, he has Io Shirai and Obama coming out to break there and Holy shit, that's awesome! <laughs> I, I just realized if, if for our YouTuber promotion, the t- there's definitely a hardcore style title that's like the uh, be like a par- a live stream title. Oh, and it's defended. It's, de- it's definitely defended at like too many games where it's like LGR has it. He's looking. He's t- do no. It's L- it shows up in one of LGR's thrifting videos oh where he's God. going through Goodwill and he turns around the corner and it's just Pro Jared standing there <laughs> with the <a> ref. Fuck. <laughs> We're really funny. Then we ruined the title by giving it to uh, Logan Paul. No, he bursts in a ninja's room and fucking has he just he, he has the title, but he wants to beat Ninja in a title match, so he has a ref ring a bell, and then he fucking stunners Ninja out of his computer chair that he hasn't left in ten years, and his little feeble crippled legs are laying there, and he lifts him up and covers him, and Logan Paul's like, "Yeah, I did it, yeah," and a million people watch that happen. Oh, this is good. Yeah. This is very good. I can't wait to write this and rec- record a machinima with us doing commentary. Don't ever say machinima again. <laughs> <laughs> What's the new term for it? I don't even... People don't even know what it is. Oh, it's just videos. Alright. That's all in. We're all in. Super kicked sound. Super, I'm super kicking the mic. I'm a young buck. I'm the new young buck. You're the younger buck. <laughs> My name is Joe. And I'm Jory. And we are watching One Piece.
That's it. That's the podcast. Yeah. Uh, so we talk about the anime called One Piece uh, about once a month. It takes a while to watch One Piece, but I'm currently caught up with the show. I just started it. So you can join us while we talk about loving the rubber boy, vaping Sanji, our son Chopper, and his murder mom Robin. <laughs> <laughs> and their loving nicknames to be decided as we go along. You can find us on iTunes or your app of choice. And until you tune in, to be continued. Welcome to Interstitial, a Kingdom Hearts-inspired actual play podcast. Playing a game called Interstitial. Our hearts intertwined. I'm Riley, and I'll be GMing this disaster. Names. What are your names? I didn't even ask. What are your names? Uh, I'm Edith. Hi. I'm Roxanne. And I'm Marsh. I descend in the Bugatti and say, I am the mind freak. <laughs> There's our dad. <laughs> our dad's back. Sounds like you want to force a change of location for Mr. America. I do, but I did read the first option is take something from them. So I am going to take Captain yep. America's shield. <laughs> yep. If, you're, if your question is ever, can I do some bullshit? My answer is always, <laughs> All right. I know who this is. His name is Squall. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> hey there, Squall. He flinches. <laughs> but it has a nobody symbol across its chest. This across, is like, the worst thing you've ever done. Oh, no. No. This is the worst thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh my god! I don't think you're giving Chris Angel enough credit. He's a good guy. He's doing his best. Is that a sentence you ever thought you would say? So I definitely already know Shadow the Hedgehog. Oh yeah.